Week one is finally here, and yes, we are, in fact, playing high school football. If you peek through the clouds on this damp late August night, you can see the joy on the faces of players as the reality of actually playing is setting in. What the future holds, we certainly do not know. But tonight, on this field, we are playing high school football. For the 74th season, WKRM is the home for Columbia Central Lions football. The regal roar of the purple-clad Lions face off in the Backyard Bowl against Spring Hill. And it's next on TriStar Sports Radio. Columbia Central Lions football of the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by The Garbage Man, Parks Motor Sales, Davis Brothers Roofing, Ten Pin Alley, Sands Fence Company, DB's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Game Time, Right Care Clinic, Columbia Kubota, Peck Dental, Jones and Lang, Murray Regional Hospital, Export Landscaping, Holland's Pharmacy, and by Quick Marks. Time for Lions football with Clayton Harris. Here's Lee Maddox. And welcome in, everyone, to Buford Gladney Stadium in Spring Hill. And welcome back to Columbia Central High School football here on opening night of the 2020 season where the Lions are just a few miles up the road visiting the Spring Hill Raiders. And they'll square off tonight in the fourth annual Backyard Bowl. Good evening again, everyone. I'm Lee Maddox along with Clayton Harris to bring you all the action tonight and all season. Clayton... I'm excited. The teams are excited. I think you're excited. The fans are excited. This is exciting in so many ways, right? I I tell you, Lee, I mean, just for us to be able to be here and to play football after everything that's happened over the past few months, um, I know I speak for myself. I I cannot be more thrilled. I know the kids are thrilled. The coaches are thrilled. You're thrilled. And we're excited to have you here in your first season as the new play-by-play man for Columbia Central Football. So well, uh, I'm excited and ready to go. Yeah, the, and the crowd, even though it's kind of diminished here somewhat uh, because of uh, the requirements, there's not as many, but I know they're going to be loud. Uh, we're on the Spring Hill side of things, and we've got a, a really good crowd sitting over on the Columbia side. I'm glad they're all here. The rain has kind of stopped, it seems. To, it's let up a little bit, so it's the, the field is no doubt definitely wet both teams are ready to race onto the field they might be waiting on each one to to come out on the field but i know these players are excited this is the first time since last november that either team has had a chance to go up against another team exactly with the TWS of late not allowing any seven on seven or any preseason scrimmages this will be the first time that either team will be going against someone else and uh, you know, that, that's got to be an exciting feeling for those guys as well. Now, there are some things we probably should expect. There, there could be some sloppiness on each side, but that is to be expected when you haven't had a chance to do anything but do a lot of inter-squad stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're just moments away. As you mentioned, as both teams ready to take the field here at Buford Gladney Stadium, 
uh, for another edition of the Backyard Bowl. And if it's been like the last four, we're in for a treat tonight. Yeah, this this series has no doubt been one-sided over over the years that it's been played, but uh, especially the, the the last few have been those very close contests. Last year, thirteen to twelve, Columbia pulled out that win after being behind twelve to nothing. I think at halftime. That, that, that's right, and, and you know that's kind of been a theme. Columbia's gotten behind two years ago. We were up here; it was a rainstorm at halftime. Yeah. Columbia was down. We come back two days later on a Sunday, and Columbia is able to make an epic comeback and get a win. But if you look at the last four contests, they're all separated by a total of 15 points at an average of 3.3 points per game. So I would expect another close game here tonight. You know, we were talking pregame. Spring Hill, 82 kids on the roster, and, man, they have some big kids out there. Bigger they than do. years past. They do. They they do have some big-looking kids, especially their backs. That uh, they'll we'll be talking more about them as the game goes on. The the two captains are at the midfield right now, getting the coin toss to Carter Sidlowski for Columbia and uh, Luca Boylan, the quarterback for Spring Hill, are just now taking the toss. Both teams are ready to race onto the field. They hadn't done that yet. Coach Hoth is going to bring his team. This is his fifth year at Columbia. You know, and he was actually a star quarterback right here in Spring Hill, All-State in 2002. He's got a 17-25 record at Columbia and only 6-18 a region record. This is, of course, non-region, Spring Hill being uh, in uh, Region 4, Four uh, A, right, and uh, of course Columbia five five A. So uh, Ben Martin in his third year, he's looking for this win. Coach Hoth is looking for this win. And first game, you know, a lot yeah. of excitement. It, th- this game can really set the tone for the rest of the year, and it means a lot to everybody on both sides. So you know, I know, I know they're only four A, but you can just throw that out the window because these kids grew up playing against each other and. You know, like, like we mentioned, I think it's going to be a heck of a ball game, and I'm looking forward to it. I know you are as well. No doubt. I didn't see who won the toss, and we're still – the Lions have come on the field. Look like Columbia won the toss, and they have elected to defer to, to defer. the second half. So we're going to go on defense first, and here comes the Spring Hill Raiders as they race on to the field. And uh, we're going to get started with football, I mean real quick. And uh, both teams are excited. The cheerleaders are here for both sides. The fans are here. Again, we didn't think we were going to get here, but that is what so, I'm, you know, I get goosebumps. We're, we're finally getting to play a real high school football game. That's right. And, you know, it looked like the season wasn't going to start until September, but at the 1st of August, the governor signed the order that allowed high school athletics uh, contact sports to be similar to uh, what he allowed for the college and pro players. So that allows us to have a full regular season. Uh, Now, there are guidelines and stipulations that go with that, uh, but hopefully everybody can stay healthy and uh, we can get a full season in and and get all ten games in. But uh, we'll just take it one game at a time. And, you know, I'm sure both coaches are telling these guys, you got to play every game like it's your last because you never know. uh, With what's happening, it's a fluid situation. But I know we're playing this game tonight, and I'm excited. You know, Columbia in their white jerseys, purple pants, purple helmets with the chrome stripe down the middle with the lion head on each side and spring hill of course in their maroon with a white stripe and the block numbers on each side of the helmet with the white pants it's here it's here max Patton is lining up 
setting up the tee at the 40-yard line, getting ready to kick off. And, folks, uh, if, you know, if you're not here, I wish you were, but uh, we're, we're hopefully going to try to bring you a little play-by-play. And, Clayton, as you said, this is my first time doing this. I have no idea. And my mother said 12 minutes in that I'm going to be hollering or maybe saying something <laughs> I shouldn't say. But here we go. We're kicking off right now. Columbia kicks off the football. It's uh, deep down to about the 10-yard line. And they're running it back. Uh, here we go. Oh, a great hit. A great hit by a host of lines, a pride of lines. They stop him at the – they're going to give him forward progress to about the 21-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Spring Hill Raiders right there. So yeah. Defense comes on the line. Sidlowski's going to be anchoring that line as a nose tackle, defensive tackle. Antoine Moore, number 33, is going to be a, a true beast, we're hoping, right here at defensive end big contributors last year. Boylan's in a, in a shotgun stance right now. Pistol formation. Here we go. It's a handoff and end around. And uh, Columbia oh, is no. not there. Oh, no. Columbia's not there. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. Stopped out of bounds at the 40 by Antoine Moore. And, and DeAndre Williams finally get him. Finally get him out of bounds at, at Columbia's. Where are they going to spot it at the 39? No, they're going to bring him back. Oh, wow. They're bringing it back wow. for the, something. They're saying he stepped out of bounds oh, gosh. at their own 44-yard oh, line. Man, that's, <laughs> it that's, a, that's a big break. That's at least 15 to 20 yards back. So they're now at their 44, at Spring Hill 44. No huddle. They're lining up, shotgun. He's coming this way. The ball's on the ground. And we got it. Columbia's got the ball. That should be an incomplete pass. He pitched oh, it forward. That's right. And that's You're what right. they're going to call. They're going to call incomplete. But Cobb was right there jumping on the ball. Incomplete pass. Well, fortunate situation there for Spring Hill that they did the little toss. If he had handed it and he had dropped it, that would have been a fumble. Yeah, but he it was pitched a little it. pitch. It was a little, little forward pitch. So that, so that makes it second and ten right yep. here. So we're second and ten at the 44, at Spring Hill's 44-yard line. Just getting underway here at the backyard bowl in Spring Hill. Pistol formation again. Same play. He's a fake. And there's a stop in the backfield. And guess who that was? It wasn't more. I can't make out who that was. It's like that was number Mathers. 51. Yep. Or 61 Mathers. You are correct. So now a big third down and 14 for Spring Hill, Spring Hill here, Lee. And they're going to stay in that pistol formation and in the shotgun. Third and 15 at least. Spring Hill going left to right on your radio dial. He's throwing it in the flat, and we've got Isaiah Cordell on the tackle, so a pickup of only about five. So fourth down, looks like their punt team is coming on. So Columbia has held on this first possession. Pending this punt right here, it's fourth and ten with 11:01 left in the first quarter. Well, Spring Hill looked like they had gotten into Columbia territory, but had stepped out of bounds and miscommunication on one of those plays caused a, a large loss in the backfield. Now they're in punt formation. Here's the punt, the punter from the 30-yard line, a high snap, but uh, and a short kick. 
Short kick, Stephen Kennard is back deep, and that ball is going to roll dead at the, about the 35-yard line of Columbia. So here we are. Columbia coming onto the field for their first chance, their first series on offense, led by number 18, Brady McCandless. He got started uh, the last three games of last season and was really coming on. So we're looking for big things out of Brady, the senior. And uh, Christian Biggers, of course, the big workhorse running back for us last year uh, ran over 1,100 yards, and here we are. We're lined up under center. McCandless is under center. Biggers in the backfield at the 35-yard line of Columbia. Two receivers to the left. You're going to go with, looks like, tight end to the right with an offset back. There he goes. Give to Biggers up the middle. No gain. No game. Second and ten. Second and ten right well, here. No gain up the middle. A little counter fake and a, a little play action right there, but straight up the middle right behind Carter Sildowski, the, the center. Tried to go off center in between the center and the guard through that A-gap and just nothing there. Spring Hill, you have to think, is going to commit to the stopping the run, putting eight in the box and making Columbia throw the ball to beat him. We are now two, two receivers to the right. McCandless under center. Biggers in the backfield. Hoth and Davis on a strong power. A pitch to the right. And Biggers make, breaks one tackle. He gets by another Fumble. one. The ball's on the ground. He picks it back up. Falls right back to him. At least an eight-yard pickup. Very fortunate right there. To, it looks like the ball just kind of bounced exactly right back up to him. So here we are. Second. It's going to be third and about two yards. Columbia, Columbia ball at their own 42-yard line. 9.43, and the clock is still counting right here. Brady's bringing the, the line up to the ball. He's under center again. Biggers in the backfield. Three receivers this time to our left, to the near side. Now Davis in motion. There's McCandless, and, and Biggers hitting the backfield, a loss of at least two yards. Well, a loss of two yards. Uh, somebody broke through there. Biggers, Biggers never had a chance. No secret as to what Columbia was going to do right there as Spring Hill brought the blitz and stopped Christian for about, like you said, a two-yard loss. That's going to bring Stephen Kennard on the punt. Ball at the 40-yard line. Kennard lined up to punt. He was our punter last year, so hopefully he's still going to give us a, a, a good field position here to turn this field around. And it is a great punt. Wow. Great punt. Great punt. Ball picked up. at the, That's a block in the back. It should have been, but it wasn't called. And that's Tower Davis, Blaine Davis with the ball. Blaine Davis takes him down at the 11-yard line. I, I don't see how that wasn't a block in the back. Happened right in front of the official. Right, right in front of the play. But anyway, so really great punt for Kennard. And as Columbia goes back on defense, Spring Hill on offense starting at their own 12-yard line with 8.34 to go in the first quarter here in Spring Hill. Well, Luca Boylan, the senior for Spring Hill, out here at quarterback, going to stay in the pistol formation with Seacrest in the backfield behind him. They're in a two-by-two two set with two receivers to the right, two to the left. But a great job by Kennard to flip the field position yes. for Columbia. And here's Luca Boylan 
taking the snap and shotgun. He's pitching back to Seacrest, and uh, Shane Cobb missed the missed the tackle right there, but still, uh, still no gain probably. On Maybe the play. a loss actually. Natty coming up on the tackle as well to finish it off. And Natty is a senior, the cornerback. Does a really good job of being in position. That's actually it looks like late. That's going to be about a loss of two on the yeah, play. Yeah, it was loss. There, so they're they're back to their ten yard line. Clock moving at eight oh five here in the first quarter. Boyland back to back in the shotgun. He's throwing this time, and it looked like it got tipped, but it didn't. And we missed the tackle. It complete the pass is complete, and for a first down, all the way up to at least the twenty six yard line. Just a quick out route there by the slot receiver, able to hit, get up the sideline and out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That'll be a gain of 13 and a first down Spring Hill. I thought Moore might have might have tipped that ball, but he didn't. So here's here's Spring Hill again. They're up at the line. Trips to the left. He's throwing again. Boylan's back, but he's getting. Oh, he made it out of the sack. There's still there's there's a play. Oh, oh incomplete, man. incomplete. He was hit hard by Shane Cobb in the backfield, kind of a desperation throw that Boylan was trying to make. Yeah, they forced him out of the pocket. He had to roll out to his left under a lot of pressure, and he just threw it up in the middle of the field, and he's very fortunate that a line did not intercept that pass. Second down and 10 from uh, Spring Hill's 25-yard line. Well, no substitutions offensively. They're just going to line up on the yeah. line of scrimmage there and get is the no, play call. There's no huddle. Here we go, and these, this end of round now to, to Spring Hills to their left. That's Williams. And he's gone for 15, at least 14 yards there. We do have a flag, though, down there at about, is a the, flag. about the 28-yard line around the line of scrimmage. We'll see what the call's going to be. It could be a hold or it could be an illegal procedure, maybe not enough men on the line of scrimmage. We'll see what the call is here. Uh, if it stands, it's a pickup of 12, maybe 13 yards. And that's a hold. Oh, that's a big, big penalty. That's a big one. That's coming way back. I tell you, Williams, uh, number one for Spring Hill, really, uh, or I'm sorry, Prowl. That's, that's at Prowl. Yeah. Dante Prowl. Dante Prowl. I talked to Coach Martin earlier, says that he was lasered at a 4-3-3-40. And you could see it. Yeah. And that's just, the, the, they've run this play three or four times now, this little pitch around uh, yeah. as he comes in motion right in front of the quarterback, and he's just kind of pitching it to him. It is a pass. Yeah, it's a, it, he puts him in motion. It's a jet sweep, and instead of handing him the ball, he pitches it forward in case he gets dropped. It counts as an incomplete pass. So here we are, second down at 17, Boylan in the shotgun, and this time he's going to give it. The ball's ball on the ground, ground again. That ball's still on the ground. I believe Columbia's got this one for sure. And they are. Yes, that's Columbia's ball Huge. at the 12-yard line, first down, at Spring Hill, I mean, we're right here at scoring territory. So I didn't see who picked up that ball, but that ball came out, and I didn't see who it got it. It may have been Jordan Brooks, number 68. So Columbia's second possession will start in the red zone got at a, the 14-yard line or 13-yard line. They've got to capitalize right here. We've got to have a, a really good play, so they're in the huddle. McCandless breaks the huddle. He's going under center. Biggers in the backfield, two receivers to the left. Tight end to the left. Let's see what he's got. Davis in motion. And he's handed to Biggers on the right side. Biggers up the middle. Biggers at the one. Down to the one-yard line. That'll be a first down lead. That's first a first and goal. and goal. 
What a great play. A great hole that opened up that Bigger saw right there on that right side of that Columbia line. Yeah, right, just right off tackle, just able to get through there and That's get 11 open. on the play. And they're back on the ball again. It's about the two is where they're marking it. The ball's on the two-yard line. First and goal. McCandless doing a quarterback sneak, and he is in, is in the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia. Wow. 7.01 to go. Columbia on the scoreboard first, thanks to that big turnover that we think was was picked up by Jordan Brooks. Yes, and way to capitalize if you're Columbia. That's what you got to do, take advantage of those turnover opportunities. And they're going to get on the board first with 7.01 to go here in the first quarter. So Max Patton going to try the extra point. There's the snap. Set. Kick. Oh, it's blocked. It's blocked. Get on that ball. Okay. Ball's dead. So it remains six to nothing as uh, Columbia strikes first here thanks to a big turnover. Six to nothing here as you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And we're back in Spring Hill as Columbia strikes first. They're leading this game against Spring Hill 6 to nothing, 7.01 to go in the first quarter. Getting ready to kick off to Spring Hill as Max Patton is uh, lining up to, to make this kickoff. He had a, a great kickoff on that, the opening kickoff, and unfortunately the point after try for that touchdown from McCandless was blocked. Prowl back deep for Spring Hill here at the Speedster. Might want to try some directional kick here. We'll see what Patton does. And there's the ball in the air, and it's going right to Prowl. Nope. We got, we we got, got a legal procedure yep. against Columbia. Yep, they're going to back him up five. Well, instead of kicking it from the 35, they'll kick Really surprised they're going to kick to him. He's very, very dangerous with the football. Is it me, or did we kick off from the 40 to begin with? I think, no, I tell you what he oh, did. They, I tell you what he did. He he lined up at the 35 originally instead of the 40. That may have been what was going on okay. there. Okay. I think that's, that's what happened. I think that's what they got him for. Yeah. Which I guess is a penalty. I did not know that. All right, we're going to try it again. Patton is kicking off now. There you go. Ball's going to hit the ground at about the 30-yard line. Prowl's having trouble getting it. He's still having trouble getting it, and the Lions are right there on him at the 12-yard line. We're staying right in this same area. A great uh, – that – I'm – this number 62 for us. I'm not uh, – Joshua Chapman – has, has made a couple of plays on defense, and he made the, the tackle right there at the 12-yard line as Prowl was having trouble uh, kind of getting that ball up in his hands. Yeah, he picked it up, and it almost slipped between his legs, and he had to turn his body around and pick it up. And I think Nick Butler was one of the first ones down there, the sophomore. But like you mentioned, a good job there to corral him down. They're going to start at the 13-yard line here on their third possession of the ball game. And here's Boylan. He's looking to pass. He's rolling to his left. He's throwing, and it's uh, incomplete. Throwing it over to the flat, over towards the Columbia sideline. So here we are at second and ten. Ball's at the 13. 6.48 left here in the first quarter. Yeah, just a play action pass there, and he rolls out to his left, does the left-handed Boylan, and really just 
tried to hit a guy out there in the flat on the little out route and just went through his hands incomplete in front of the Columbia sideline. It'll be second and 10 Spring Hill here from the 13. Trips to the left this time, still in that pistol formation, one receiver to the right. Yep. Here's Boylan making the snap in the shotgun. He's pitching. Oh, it's my goodness. Antoine Moore picks the ball off in midair. It's a touchdown for Columbia. That was, oh, my gosh. That was unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that he pitched that ball. Antoine Moore was right there. It was like he was the running back. It was like a little toss sweep. But instead of turning around and pitching it, he kind of floated it out there. And you're wow. right, Antoine just grabs it and <laughs> wow. walks into the end zone and scores. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, Columbia, 12 to nothing over Spring Hill early in this ball game, the backyard bowl, and uh, Max Patton's lining up here to try for the extra point. That's two touchdowns in the last 21 seconds for Columbia. Awesome. Awesome. Here's the ball. Here's the kick. And this one. He got it off, and it's good. So here we are, 13 to nothing. Columbia, a shocking uh, touchdown right there to pick up. Both of these both of these touchdowns coming off big turnovers, and the one touchdown right there uh, directly on the turnover. The that touchdown. was incredible. That incredible. was incredible. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football here on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as Columbia, 13 to nothing over over Spring Hill and 6.40 to go in this first quarter. And here's the kickoff to Spring Hill, a high kick. And, and another procedure is, penalty, oh, and yeah. that's going to be, see if I can get a number on that. If it'll turn around, I'll be able to tell who it is or get the number. It's number 21. That's Nick Butler. Nick Butler. And, and they're, they're actually, taking him off they're, the field. They're going to get him out of there, and they're going to bring in number 26, <laughs> That's Demetrius, Demetrius McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a good two or three yards ahead of Max when he's before the ball's even kicked. He's just excited, I think. I I think think so. I think he's excited for sure. (laughs) That may be the reason why he got down there so quick last time. (laughs) It was. It was. All right, we're going to rewind here to try to kick off again. We're kicking off from the 35. Max Patton, Seacrest is deep for Spring Hill. Here's the kick. Pretty good kick. It's straight to him. He's picking up at the 10. And he drops the ball at the 15. But he picks it back up. And uh, a good block there. Oh, all the way out to the 32-yard line. Looks like uh, Spring Hill is going to get started on offense here. And I tell you, Lee, this is going to be a big, big possession for Spring Hill. I'm not saying, you know, if they don't score, they don't flip the field that this game's in doubt. But they got to do something here, and at minimum, they got to flip the field, in my opinion, to try to shift the momentum because right now, all the momentum is in purple and here early in this contest. And no, no backs in the backfield. Looks like he's gonna, unless he's doing some of these uh, these sweep rights and sweep lefts that he's gonna do. But three receivers to the left, two to the right. Boylan in the backfield all by himself in the shotgun. There goes Seacrest. He's handing off to Seacrest around the left end, and he is tripped up by, I can't see it. Uh, uh, that's Demetrius be, McCoy. Yeah, Demetrius McCoy, who and you just mentioned. Yep. Good tackle there by Demetrius. Great. Minimal pick, game. Pickup of two, so here we are, second and eight with 6.15 to go in the first quarter. They are at their 34-yard line of Spring Hill. Here's Boylan in the shotgun. He's going to move Seacrest back behind him in the pistol. Trips to the left, one receiver to the right. There he is, handing off to Seacrest, and and he stopped again. And 
That's Nick Butler. That's a gain of about one. So now Spring Hill's looking at about a third down and seven here to get the first down ball at the 36-yard line and on the left hash. Big play coming up here for the Columbia defense. Here we go. Defense, that was Nick Butler making that tackle at linebacker. Shane Cobb comes back in for, for Butler. Boylan in the shotgun. Seacrest lined up in the backfield behind him. Here's this. And a ball right up the middle to Seacrest. Uh-oh. Oh. I don't know what that was, but yep, there looks, it is. Yeah, there's the flag. Looks like we're going to have a face mask on Columbia. I think he that's going to be on Nick. Nick grabbed him. Seacrest, it was a misdirection play. They faked it to one of the backs coming across and gave it to Seacrest going the other way. He was able to get really quickly through that line, and then suddenly he was snapped around backwards after that tug on that face mask. So they'll add 15 yards from the spot of that foul, which will give Spring Hill a first down into Columbia territory. Not the penalty that you wanted if you're Coach Hoth and the Lions. No, but that was that was hard not to. He was just trying to reach for whatever he could grab of Seacrest coming because Seacrest had already made the – was looked like he was going to make the first down. That's, they just give it a 10-yard penalty, right? And he called a personal foul. It should be 15, but I don't know if that goes right. from the previous spot or from the spot of the foul. But. So it's first and 10 at Columbia's 47-yard line. Ball in the middle of the field, two-by-two two set here in the pistol formation is Spring Hill. There's Boylan. He's looking to throw, and he throws it out in the flat. Oh, Ooh. what a great hit by Roman Woodson, number 10. Actually, a loss of at least three yards, four yards maybe. And uh, number 17 for Spring Hill took quite a hit. That's Joel Herring. And he's going to come off to the sideline as he got hit in the midsection there. Great hit, great read by Roman Woodson playing corner over here on our side of the field, on Columbia, on Spring Hill side of the field. So here we are, second and 12, second and 13 at the 50-yard line. Boylan handing off to Seacrest. Oh, boy. Switching back up the middle. Another big hit. That was Roman Woodson as well. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It looked like Seacrest had some daylight. Roman Woodson came out of nowhere and made that stop, a pickup of like two yards, maybe three. So it's third down. And nine. Yeah, ball, ball's back to near the original line of scrimmage. It's at the 46. Roman just looked like a missile Ooh. using that speed and making two great tackles on back-to-back plays. Third and long for Spring Hill and Coach Martin. He's going to take a timeout. With four, four minutes, five seconds left to go here in the first quarter, Columbia leading Spring Hill 13 to nothing. This is Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as Columbia leads 13 to nothing with four minutes and five seconds left to go here in the first quarter. It's third and nine at Columbia's 46-yard line. Here's the, the play, and uh, Boylan's in trouble. He's going down by Harvey Watson, and who else was with him? I keep making out the, the sack in the backfield. One. It's 51. I'm not finding him. Where am I? Where's my sheets here? That's DeAndre Mathers. DeAndre Mathers, so a loss of four on that play. Makes it fourth and 14 at, at Spring Hill's 49-yard line. They're going to be forced to punt. And back deep for Columbia, Stephen Kennard. And I can't make out the other number here. It's like 25 maybe, 23. That would be DeAndre Cathy. Here's the punt. 
Punts away. Nice Pretty kick. good punt. And Kathy is going to let it bounce. Don't let it hit you. The ball is rolling around to about the 13-yard line. That will be first and 10 for Columbia at their own 13-yard line. Three minutes, 10 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Columbia leads 13 to nothing. So far, a pretty good a pretty good contest. A pretty good. They're, they're each trying to. It's just like me, uh, Clayton. We're trying to get the groove. Trying here. to get trying in to, the groove. Absolutely. Nobody's done this. But they hadn't played each other. We, you know, I hadn't done this. We so haven't please, done this together. Yeah. yeah please forgive me, uh, the folks who listening. Uh, it's just going to take a little time to get used to. But here we are, Columbia, first and ten at their own 13-yard line. McCandless under center. Biggers ready. Looks like he's ready to run in the backfield. Two receivers to the right. And here's McCandless handing off to Biggers, and he makes a hole. He's got it on the – he's up to the 33-yard line, a pickup of 20 yards. What a great run right up the middle. Yeah, just a counter play and a great job by Christian to hit the accelerator button and go right through the middle of that line and find that hole. And Columbia's going to pick the tempo up here. Yeah, no huddle. McCandless under center. Ball at the 33-yard line, first and 10. There's McCandless handed same play to, to Biggers. He's picked up he picked up maybe one. Maybe two. Yeah, picked up one or two on that play as the tackle's made by number 29 Coleman for Spring Hill. We mentioned prior when Spring Hill had the ball, they needed to flip the field. They did, but now after that first play by Biggers, Columbia in business at the 35-yard line. Second down and eight here at ball in the middle of the field. Look for something special here. Got Kennard lined up wide left, and number 28 is McCoy. Caden yep. McCoy is lined wide up right. to the right. Here's McCandless under center. He's going back to throw. He's looking for McCoy. There he is. He makes the oh, he, he dropped it. Good throw by Great Brady. Throw. McCoy looked like he was unsure of the play. McCandless was having to kind of tell him what the play was as they were lining up. So I don't know if that got into his head or not, but that ball was right there. Yeah, and that receiver position has been one that we were wondering who was going to fill the void of Blake Simmons uh, and the guys that they had last year, Jermaine Moss and, and others. But, again, you got to make those catches now. Instead of a first and ten out towards midfield, you're looking at third down and eight from the 35. All right, two receivers to the right. That's Hildalgo and McCandless in the shotgun. Biggers on his left hip. McCandless back to throw. He's under pressure. He throws, and it's Blaine Davis makes the catch right at the Columbia sideline at the 47-yard line, 46-yard line where they're going to mark it. First down, Columbia. It's a great throw, great catch by Blaine. Really great catch by Blaine Davis, number 44. They, those two have been like peas and pods, right? Yes, they have. They've, they've been together for a long time, and that is just great to see. So a great pickup on third down and long. Here we are at the 46-yard line of Columbia. Minute 55 and counting in the first quarter. Columbia leads 13 to nothing over Spring Hill. McCandless under center, handing it to Biggers in the middle, up the middle. Biggers dragging two or three defenders with him as he picks up four yards yeah and that was oh, number there's 10. a late flag there's a late flag i'm not sure what that is and that was number 10 mac ritchie on the tackle from behind for spring hill the penalty flag is going to be at around the 47 yard line as biggers gains about four on the they're play they're going to call that on 
I'm not sure what they're calling. It happened after the play. It has it to be did. some type of unsportsmanlike. And it looks like they're they're going to run that ball back against uh, against Columbia. Personal foul against Columbia. Oh man! Oh, that's tough. That is tough, especially with it happening after the play. Yes. Mm. It had to be involved with Biggers and those two guys that were tackling him for Spring Hill. So now we're looking at, my goodness gracious, that takes us back 15 yards, back to our own 34-yard line. We've got to get to Spring Hill's 45-yard line for the first. So we're looking at second down and 20 for a first down here. So it's second down, minute 28 and counting here left in the first quarter. Looks like McCandless is going to be in the shotgun for the first time all night with trips to the left and one back in the backfield. There he is. He's back to throw. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. And he's got Hidalgo. Adrian Hidalgo. And guess what? That's a first down, ladies and gentlemen. A first down, a 21-yard pickup. He needed 20 on second and long, or first and long, and there, there he got it. What a great throw. Like you said, Plenty, of, plenty time. of time. Plenty of time for Brady back there in the pocket. And he's able to throw it downfield across midfield. And as you mentioned, the first and 10 Columbia at the Spring Hill 44. Wow, that was quite a play. I don't think Brady is looking really good right now. So now look what we've Smokestack got. Smokestack guy. Smokestack, two tight ends, three backs in the backfield, an eye formation. Oh, he moved. But they didn't throw it. Yeah, now they they're going to call it an illegal shift, probably. Doggone it. That was Biggers. He just yep. kind of moved out to the left side, and they're going to call that an illegal shift. Do they take the penalty or they decline it? He didn't gain anything on the play. They're going to decline it, I think. Here we go. Illegal procedure. Is he saying? Sank it down, or are they walking it off? Well, there's some confusion. The official didn't say whether or not it was going to be. He's walking it off, so five-yard penalty. They'll redo it then. So first and 15 at the 49-yard line of Spring Hill. Columbia up on the ball. Two receivers to the left. McCandless under center. Biggers in the backfield. Davis at H-back right off the hip of the right tackle. Here's McCandless. Hands to Biggers coming to the left side this time. Only a minimal gain. A couple of yards that he picks up. So it's going to be second and 13 at the 40, at the 47 yard line of Spring Hill. It's a good play by the Spring Hill defense. Able to squeeze down and give Christian nowhere to go. Ball's going to be on the left hash. Second and 13 here. Ball at the 47. Expect to see Columbia put the ball in the air here. Probably not going to get this playoff as the first quarter is coming to a close. What a quarter it's been for Columbia. Yes, it is. Uh, they have really uh, played great defense, had some really good plays on offense here, and they're driving now in on the Spring Hill side of the ball. But here we are, the first quarter. Columbia leads over Spring Hill in the fourth annual Backyard Bowl, 13 to nothing. And you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as we get ready to start the second quarter as Columbia leads 13 to nothing over Spring Hill. And here's the play. McCandless back to pass. He's going deep, and that ball's a little high. 
for Hidalgo. He was going for Hidalgo. Uh, so that's going to bring up third and long, third and about 13. We're at the Spring Hill 47-yard line, so Clayton, we need another we need another good first down play right here. Yeah, it's going to be third and long. Ball just kind of sailed on Brady a little bit, but that's okay. We've converted on these. We'll see what uh, Coach Tillman dials up here for the offense, but as you mentioned, third and 13 from the Spring Hill 47. McCandless. Going left to right on your radio dial. McCandless back in the shotgun. Two receivers to the right. Biggers on his left hip. He's in the shotgun. And McCandless is back to throw. He's throwing deep. And he's got he's got Kennard at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Columbia. Goodness wow. gracious. What a throw. What a catch. Both Kennard and Hidalgo were right there together. And Kennard just, he was by himself right there at the end when that ball came to him. And he... It, you know, Spring Hill tried to stop it, but he carried himself in, carried that defender into the end zone. You had two guys on vertical routes there, and it looked like the corner that was on Kennard went to take the guy in the slot <laughs> as if the ball was going to him as it sailed over his head. And Kennard uh, makes the catch and scores on a 47 yard touchdown to make it 19 to nothing. Columbia. Very exciting. Awesome throw by, by Brady McCandless, and uh, they're having trouble getting the, all the formation set here for the extra point the attempt. Here's Patton for the try, and that ball is good. So with timeout, 11.41 left in the second quarter. Columbia now 20 to nothing over Spring Hill. This is Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as the Columbia Central Lions are getting set to kick off after that scoring touchdown, a 47-yard bomb from McCandless to Kennard. Here's the kick from Max Patton. And back deep to receive this one is, uh, I'm not sure, is that Kathy? He's around the right side. And Patton has to try to make the tackle. So a great run back for Spring Hill. They're back up to their 45-yard line as uh, they get ready to try to go back on offense, and they've been kind of snake bit. Uh, now now they're backing it up to about the 41-yard lines where they're going to start on their side of the field. So it's first and 10 as uh, Boylan's going to try to get something rolling here, and uh, they've got quite a looking different formation that they're trying to put in play right here. It looks like they've got too many people. Now they... They're still on, they're still confused as to what they're going to line up, but again, they're no huddle offense. Three receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Seacrest in the backfield along with shotgun with Boylan. And here's the play. Boylan's going to throw it. He's a, it's a quick throw, but incomplete. Quick throw over the middle, down the down the middle slot, but incomplete. Brings up second down and ten. Eleven twenty-six to go here in the second quarter. Columbia leads twenty to nothing over Spring Hill, the fourth annual Backyard Bowl. Lee Maddox along with Clayton Harris here in Spring Hill bringing you the the play-by-play. I tell you, Lee, you could not have asked for a better start if you're Columbia uh, to this contest. But as we mentioned, you you can't get too satisfied here. This Spring Hill team – they're they got, talented. They got some talent out there for sure. They've just had some. They've had some bad, bad bounces with that ball so far. Here's Boylan. He's going to hand off to Seacrest, but there is defense all around. That is Nick Butler and Shane Cobb that make a huge 
loss on that play, at least a 10-yard loss on Seacrest. He just could not get started. Columbia's defense looked like they read that play all along. We're, we're slanting that way, the way that Seacrest was coming to this side of the field. Yeah, great pursuit there, as you mentioned, by Shane Cobb, the uh, the Kalioka co-op player, uh, <laughs> able to, uh, to get out there and make the tackle as we have a sideline warning against Spring Hill. Well, there's not much of a sideline to begin no, with over on either side. Coach Hoth has talked about that quite a bit. But there's just not a lot of room between the sideline and the fence. So here we are, second down, or excuse me, third down and 18, ball at the 31-yard line of Spring Hill. And Boylan ready to take the snap in shotgun formation. Boylan's going to throw. He's looking to throw, but he's under pressure, and he's going to go down. A very minimal pickup of about four, so that's going to bring up fourth down. Surely they're going to bring out a punt team. What a great effort for the Columbia defense. Great job by the defense there. They're going to get the ball back with pretty decent field position here. And uh, I tell you, Lee, this is a, this could be a big possession for the Columbia offense and a big possession for the Spring Hill defense because coming back, being down four possessions will be very, very tough. Clock counting at 10.37 here left in the second quarter. And back to punt is Spring Hill from their... 32-yard line. Wait a minute, a whistle blowing. Maybe have some movement up front on the right side of that Spring Hill line, and we did. I think it's going to be an illegal procedure call. So that's going to back them up five more yards. Makes it fourth and 20, and the ball is going to be downed at the 32-yard line. Back deep for Columbia is Kathy or excuse me, Caden McCoy. Here's the snap. Almost got a hold of that ball, and not much of a punt right here. Not much of a oh, punt at wow. all, and it's bouncing back. Columbia's a, g- a great An Columbia eight-yard punt. <laughs> eight yards, ladies and gentlemen, on that punt. So Columbia takes over here at the uh, at their at Spring Hills. Where are they going to mark? 40-yard line. 40-yard line. So they're in good business. They're in business right away. Well, this is dangerous. This is danger time if you are Spring Hill. you got to get a stop defensively. If you're Columbia, you got to go for the knockout punch. I know it's early, but well, just also, psycho- psychologically what this would do to Spring Hill could, could really take them out of the ballgame. There's no doubt, but I'm hoping they're back in this smokestack uh, formation. That's the three backs lined up power eye. They're going right up the middle, and I'm not sure is that – that's not Biggers. That may have been. Oh, that, was, that was, was Biggers. Yep. That was Biggers taking the ball, and he picks up three yards on the play. So second and seven ball marked at the 37-yard line of Spring Hill. 9.53 and counting here in the second quarter. Columbia leads 20 to nothing over Spring Hill. So what I was going to say, I'm hoping they would take a little time off this clock. Absolutely. We need, to, we need to take all the time we can here. As you mentioned, two tight ends, three running backs in the backfield, and here again, a handoff to Biggers. Biggers trying to make some room, but he, he's going to lose a yard on that one. That same smokestack situation. What we're saying here is two tight ends, folks, and three backs. It's Harvey Watson, and I'm not sure the second back that was in there with him. I believe that was uh, – Keelan Hill, yes, and then Biggers and behind him. All three in a row, right behind McCandless under center, and so they're 
uh, that's what their intent is to try to run this ball a little bit and run some of this clock out. Clock is running at nine nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. McCandless, it's third and seven, third and a long six. He's back to throw on third down, and he's going deep, and no, no. Oh, oh man. That's dangerous. That was a, almost picked off, but Seacrest, Yeah, Seacrest had his hands on it, just couldn't corral it in. But if you're Columbia, this is four-down territory, in my opinion. You're kind of in no man's land. Uh, too deep for a field goal, but a little too short for a punt. You might take a delay and punt, but if I'm Columbia, you're up 20 to nothing. You've thrown the ball rather well here early. Why not go for it? Well, I'm not sure what I do, but, of course, that, that incomplete pass stopped the clock, so we're not doing anything to run the clock, and looks like we're going to call a timeout. Columbia's calling timeout with 8.47 to go here in the second quarter. Columbia leads it 20 to nothing over Spring Hill. And this is Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as uh, Columbia is facing a fourth and six at their own 46-yard, excuse me, at their, oh, they're going to back to punt. Kansas is going to do a quick kick, and there's a flag. There's the whistle. I'm not sure what. There was a lot of movement going on. They looked like they were going to try to run a play, but then they decided to uh, do a quick kick with McCandless, but uh, something something went wrong. Procedure, some, I, some shift or movement I, somewhere on Columbia. I was about to say, I don't know if what he did would be considered a shift or not. He was in the gun. You can go under center and then get back into the gun, but he was in the gun, and then all of a sudden he took off backwards. They're going to call that legal procedure. Uh, and then Columbia's going to punt the ball here uh, from about the 45-yard line or so, 40, 43. And they're going to mark it off now, so this is going to make it fourth and 13 from Columbia's, or excuse me, from Spring Hill's 47-yard line. Back excuse me, 43-yard line. Back deep to the Raiders is number 26, Louise. Alderette. Here's Kennard's punt. Oh, boy. Very high punt. Oh, boy. Let's get out of the way. That's back taking a Spring Hill bounce. Maddox. (laughs) There's a Maddox picks it up smartly to stop it there, to down it at about the 32-yard line. So Spring Hill's going to punt. Yeah, not a a good punt. but um, And the wind has picked up a little bit here. I don't think that had a lot to do with it. Just He just got a little much too, too, too much put up underneath that ball. They kind of do a little bit of a roll punt where Kennard, you know, will have the option to take off if he needs to, and it just didn't didn't strike the ball very well there. So here's Spring Hill trying to get something started here. At their, uh, there's a stoppage of play again. So and now a t- gonna, too many men on the field for Spring Hill. They have yeah, to take a timeout. They're going to take a timeout, and we're going to do the same. So, folks, it's 20 to nothing. Columbia is still leading right here over Spring Hill with 8.30 to go in the second quarter. This is Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill, the Buford Gladney Stadium here as Columbia is leading 20 to nothing with 8.30 to go in the second quarter. Spring Hill on the ball now at their own 32 of first and 10. And here's Boylan handing off to Seacrest right up the middle. And Harvey Watson makes a tackle, maybe a Two yards on the play. Yeah, just a lead, or not a lead play, but just a dive play by the tailback Seacrest. Gets out 
like you mentioned, about two and a half, three yards on the carry. He's going to bring up second down and eight. Spring Hill at their own 34-yard line ball on the left hash. Here we are. Boylan's back in this, this familiar shotgun stance. There goes Prowl in motion. He's handing off to Seacrest right up the middle. Nowhere to go. One Maybe yard. a yard. Maybe yeah. a yard. So third and six coming up as the clock still runs. It's 7.45 left to go here in the second quarter. Columbia leading 20 to nothing over Spring Hill. This is that fourth annual backyard bowl. So far, it's going Columbia's way. It is. Caden Martin, number 20, the sophomore, is going to check in here for Seacrest in the backfield. Spring Hill's going to stay in that two receivers to the right, two to the receivers to the left look this in the is, pistol. This is going to be a pass, I'm assuming. Oh, wait a minute. There's a stop of play, uh, illegal False procedure. Start. Yep. Illegal procedure against Spring Hill. So that's going to back them up five. That's going to put them at third and 11. Or, yeah, third and 11. As the clock stopped at 7.22 to go here in the second quarter. Storyline so, so far, Lee, has to be turnovers and penalties if you're Spring Hill just really hurting themselves. And that's kind of indicative of, you know, not having a chance to kind of get playing this first night. You know, they hadn't played against anybody. We're the same way. We've had a right. few hiccups as well, but we were lucky. that. Yeah, uh, we, we got that fixed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here they go. Boylan's back to pass a short pass in the flat, but he is stopped by who other than Roman Woodson. Makes the stop, and no, I mean, basically two yards on the play, so it's going to be fourth and at least nine at their own 34-yard line. Here comes the punt team for Spring Hill once again. That was a great, great open field tackle by uh, Roman. If he had made Roman miss, he was going to hit the Columbia sideline and go a long ways, but instead... The senior makes a great tackle, and now Spring Hill's going to have to punt the football, fourth down and nine at their own 33, 640 and counting to go here in the second quarter. So Kennard and McCoy back for Columbia at this punt. They're, at, they're standing at their 35-yard line. Here's the punt, and not really another good one. Nobody's – they're going to down that ball. Another Columbia bounce. That ball is going to be downed at the about the 47-yard line, 48-yard line of Columbia. So they'll take over first and 10 with 6.21 to go. They're still leading 20 to nothing here in the second quarter of the, of the backyard bowl in Spring Hill. Great crowd on both sides. Uh, obviously, in years past, you, you would see a lot of people standing up against the fence, but you look over at the Columbia section, it's full. Spring Hill section over here is full. Great night for football as the rain has stopped, but as you mentioned, Lee, the wind is picking up. Yeah, here's McCandless. He's going back to throw on here on first down. He stumbles a little bit. Now I think he's just throwing it away. Incomplete, and he throws and almost hits a cheerleader over here on the Spring Hill side. But. That uh, Spring Hill coaches are wanting a, a flag for intentional grounding as the officials are going to get together on this. He was out of the pocket, but there it goes. here's the flag. What's the ruling on in, that? In high school, I don't think it's the same as college and pro. you got to have a receiver in the area, and unfortunately there was nobody in – the area where Brady threw the ball, so that's going to be a loss of down and a spot penalty, which will back the lines up to about their 37 yards. Yeah, line. about 11 or 12 yards. My goodness. 
My goodness, that's a, that's a big penalty. Unfortunately for Columbia, and they're still walking it back. And see, Brady just did not have time, really, to, uh, to, to throw the football, so he had to scramble out of the pocket. As the receivers were running across the field to the left, he was rolling right. And he threw it to the right sideline, and there was just nobody there. And, man, you're so right, Lee. That penalty's back to the 31. 30, 33. 33-yard 33. 33 line. So we're, we're looking at second and 30 for a first down here. Trips right here. Davis split out at the wide position with Biggers in the backfield to the left. So be careful with this ball, Brady. Be careful. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. He got hit in the backfield and actually sacked and got the ball knocked out of it, but luckily he fell back on it. But we're back even further, back to the 23-yard line, so a loss of 10 on that play. Clayton, uh, we're going backwards. Well, um, pressure coming off the left side of that line, and, you know, you're replacing four offensive linemen up front, and the last two plays, Spring Hills found something over there. So if you're Eli Height. And if you're Coach Tillman, you might want to put Hose on that right side at tight end to help with some pass protection. We'll see here on third down and 35. Wow. I think it's longer than that. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, they got to get to the Spring Hill 43 for a first down, and now we have another penalty. What is this going to be, a delay of delay game? Delay of game. How could that uh, That's hard to believe. You That's got, hard to believe. You got play clocks in each end of the end zone. and But somehow, I don't see how that took that amount of time between those two plays after they marked it off, right? after they set the ball. So, anyway, here we are. Third um, and 40. Yeah. yeah. Columbia's at their own 19-yard line, third and 40. They're going to hand off to Biggers. Biggers met right at the line of scrimmage. For no gain, maybe a yard at the most. So let's get a good punt right here. Well, They're definitely going to flip the field right here unless Kennard can get his foot into it and we get down there and defend it. Wind seems to be blowing from west to east. Maybe from the northwest, but we'll see if it has any effect on the punt. Oh, oh, no. Goodness. High, High snap. snap. Oh, and no. not a good punt. Not a good punt at all. But let's see sure where they where mark he's it. marking it. Not a good punt. Spring Hill's going to be in business at the Columbia 23-yard line. A three-yard punt. Goodness gracious. That's tough. So defense has really got to get picked up right here to – uh, to make a stand, this is the best field position, obviously, that Spring Hill has had all night. They're at the Columbia 23-yard line. Well, here's Boylan. This is an opportunity for Spring Hill to get back in this ball game. Let's see if they can take advantage of some errors by the Lions. Well, Boylan in the shotgun, first and 10. That is at Columbia's 23. There's the handoff up the middle to Seacrest, but it's picked right up. Sidlowski's there, Watson's there, Moore's there. Maybe maybe a yard, maybe two yards, or giving him two. I didn't think he got quite that much, but maybe he failed that much. So second and eight at the 21-yard line. Trips to the top side of the field for Spring Hill. Ball in the left hash, one receiver to the left. 
Here's Boylan under center. He's going to throw and incomplete. A little quick hot pass to his uh, to his slot receiver and incomplete. So that brings up third and nine at the 21-yard line of Columbia. Four minutes, eight seconds to go here in the second quarter. Columbia leading 20 to nothing same over Spring Hill. For, same form, formation here for Spring Hill. Trips to the top side of the field. Boylan looking to throw again. That same pass over the middle and incomplete. I thought it might could have been picked off, but... Uh, Isaiah Cordell defending on the play. So that brings up fourth down. Fourth and nine. And obviously, are they going to kick? They're going to kick a field goal. They're going to attempt a field goal. Be about a 40 or a 39-yard field goal. Who is their kicker? I believe that is going to be number 19, Brett Hughes, the senior. All right. Watch for the fake. Don't think they'll do that, but we'll see. There's the snap. It's set high. Uh, it was a high, but he's kicked it on the way, and it is good. So Spring Hill finally gets on the board with uh, unfortunate penalties and some, some mistakes by Columbia to give them their best field position, but they get a field goal out of it. So now they're on the board, 3.58 left to go in the second quarter until halftime. Columbia still leads it, 20-3, to three, and this is... Columbia Central High School Football and the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as uh, Columbia is still leading in this game with 3.58 to go in the second quarter, 20-3. to three. Spring Hill just gotten three-point field goal. And they're lining up to kick off from their own 40-yard line. A great kick this time. Nobody's going to touch that ball. It's going through the end zone, so Columbia will take over first and 10 at their 20-yard line. want to remind our listeners uh, to tune in at halftime and uh, listen to the TriStar Sports Radio Network's uh, Friday Night Live. They can go to TriStarSportsRadio.com or listen to any of these stations on 103.7 or 1340 WKRM or on 101.7 WKOM, which uh, where you currently can listen to Summit and Independence with Mike Epley and Justin Lamb. But, uh, you know, big big, big win there for Spring Hill, Lee, to get on the scoreboard and make it a 20-3 game. If you're Spring Hill, you'd like to get a stop here and try to get the ball back before the half. And if you're Columbia, you'd like to take some time off the clock and get out of here with a 17-point uh, lead at the half. Without a doubt. So they break the huddle, and McCandless is going to be in the shotgun with Biggers on his right hip. One receiver to the left, one to the right, and here's McCandless handing off to Biggers and nowhere to go. Actually a loss of three to four yards on that play. As Spring Hill was ready for it. Tackle made by number 99, Connor Zanichi. So that brings up second down and 14 from the Columbia 22-yard line, maybe the 21. We'll call it the 22-yard line. No, excuse me, the 18-yard line. Clock continues to run, 325 and counting. And here's McCandless up under center. Biggers in the backfield, two receivers to the right. There's Hoth and Davis shifting to the right. Here's the pitch to Biggers to the right side. He makes the corner. He's got some room. That, that should have been a, like a late hit, but it wasn't, and I believe it's enough for a first down. 
We they're going to say it. he was just shy. He's knocked out of bounds at the 28. Okay. Still a gain of 10. Going to be third down and two. Clock will stop. Three oh nine to go here in the first half. And the wind is picking up. Yeah. All right, McCandless breaks his team, bringing his team to the line, leading in this game twenty to twenty to three here in the second quarter. Davis lined up at fullback, and McCandless keeping him himself. A quarterback sneak to try for that first down, and he got it. First and ten. That's a big first down. That's a big first down. Run that keeps that clock going right here. After they set the markers, they'll run that clock, and we should run that. Uh, uh, we should run this play clock down every time. Absolutely. So the ball is going to be marked right at the thirty-one. At the thirty-one, first and ten. Clock now moving. Two fifty to go left in the second quarter. McCandless and the Lions come to the line. McCandless under center. Two receivers to his left. Hoth and Davis shifting to the left. Biggers in the backfield. Counter. And here goes Biggers coming to his right. He's got the sideline. A great little block uh, out here. Oh. Laundry on the field. I thought that was I thought that was clean myself. They're going to call holding, I guess. Looks like they're going to call Columbia. that on Big Mike Johnson there, number 69. Or actually number 60. Yep, they're going to get him for the Jones. hold. Yep. That's a costly penalty because uh, we were getting ready to pick up another first down. That stops the clock uh, with 2.31 to go, and they're marking off 15 yards. It's going to put it back to Columbia's 23-yard line. They've got to make the 40 for a first. Yeah, it's a spot foul, and it happened behind the line of scrimmage as he was pulling from his uh, guard position out into the flat, and just got a little bit too much jersey there. So here we are. McCandless breaks the huddle, brings his team to the line. First and 19. Two tight end set, one receiver on each side of the field with Biggers in the backfield. He's rolling to his left, and he's going to try a throw here to Hidalgo. He got it. 10-yard pickup, 15-yard. Oh, he must have been out of bounds. Yeah, they're going to say he stepped out right at the original line of scrimmage at around the 30-yard line, but still. I thought he was still going. That was a good pickup of at least nine on the play, so brings up second and ten. That's that's doable, maybe. Yes, it is. Great pass from McCandless to Hidalgo. Adrian Hidalgo, number five. Just a sophomore. Yes. Well, if you're Columbia, do you get aggressive here and go and try to try to, you know, possibly get some points here? Or do you keep the ball on the ground and run some clock? Spring Hill only with one timeout left here in the first half, and they better hurry. Play clock down to three. Yeah, they're running that clock down, but the clock wasn't running. So, uh oh, that was a pitch back to to Biggers in the backfield, and he was stuffed. And Biggers is saying, Where, "Where's the face mask?" But no face mask, but a, a big loss on the play. Uh, a great play, great defensive move on Spring Hill's part. That brings up third, a, a loss of at least five. Looks like third and 15 is what it's gonna, where they're going to mark the ball at uh, the Columbia 27-yard line. Well, a big play here for Spring Hill. 
They might want to take a timeout if they can get a stop. Depends if the clock continues to run or not. He better we'll get see. it off. There he got, just did get it off. McCandless hands off to Biggers right up the middle. And uh, Now do you oh, take a timeout? Just a, just a minimal game that brings up fourth. And hey, he picked up five yards on that play, six yards on the play. Well, you need a good punt here from Kennard, and now we do have they the timeout. They did get a timeout with 118 left to go here in the second quarter as Columbia leads 20-3, to and we'll take a break. You're listening to TriStar Sports Radio Network. And we're back as Kennard uh, has made a punt again, but not another good one. It looks like they still hadn't marked it. Columbia lined up to punt on fourth and nine yards, so they're going to mark the ball for Spring Hill to take over on offense at the Columbia 43-yard line. Well, that was about 15 yards there on that punt. It's better than the last two of three and five. (laughs) So Spring Hill's got a minute, nine seconds here to try to come up with some kind of scores. No timeouts remaining, it looks like, is at least what I'm seeing on the scoreboard. No timeouts left as they take over first and ten at the at uh, Columbia's 43-yard line. They're still trying to get information in with, with Spring Hill. Looks like still confusion. Empty set, five receivers here, five three receivers. to the right. So here's Boylan. He's faking to Seacrest. Sidlowski almost had him. He's, he's under a lot of pressure. What about? <laughs> he is wide open in the flat. Yeah. Uh, they forced an incomplete, uh, incomplete pass by Boylan. A great pressure from Columbia's defensive line there. That stops the clock with 102 left. It'll be second and 10 from the Columbia 43-yard line. We'll be kicking it back to the studio here shortly with J.P. Plant with some scores from around the area here on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And here's Boylan. Five receivers. Here's a snap, fake to Seacrest. No, he hands off to Seacrest. Seacrest going around the right side and nowhere to go. What a great tackle from Roman Woodson and Isaiah Cordell. They came right up to meet Seacrest behind the line of scrimmage. Actually, a loss of at least three right there. Great play on defense. If I'm Spring Hill right here, I am running this clock down, and I'm going to take two shots at the end zone. Yeah, and that clock is running 37, 37 seconds left. 34 here left before halftime. And here comes the play. Boylan's ready to make the play. Still. Still hadn't caught it. 20 seconds now on the clock. Finally, he's back to pass. Under a little pressure. He's going deep. Nobody there. Almost intercepted by Cordell. Great, great run, great, great move on the ball by Isaiah Cordell. Ten seconds left. I think, here we are, fourth I, down. I think you got to go for this if you're Spring Hill. You throw one up, even if you don't get it, Columbia still will have the ball at the 46-yard line with maybe a second or two left, depending on what happens on the play. But, yeah, if I'm Spring Hill, I go for this. Without a doubt, we need to back, we need to back up, that's for sure. We need to play a little bit more of a prevent defense here, I think. Here's Boylan back to pass, and he's throwing deep. The guy's wide open. Oh, my goodness gracious. 
Columbia was so that's, lucky right that's, there. That's extreme luck right there. Well, the, that, the receiver I, was wide open at the ten yard line. Boylan just simply overthrew him. Natty couldn't catch quite, couldn't catch up to the receiver. But uh, four seconds to go. Columbia takes over on downs. So hopefully we'll just take a knee right here and get this thing into halftime, and th- thank. Thank our lucky stars that that ball was not thrown just a little bit shorter. I'm telling you, but that that will be something if you're Spring Hill you're going to take note of. Now, if you're Columbia, do you launch one or do you take a knee? It looks like they're going to line yeah. up in the victory formation, yeah, I, and they're going to take, take a, a knee. knee and go to the half up three possessions. Well, quite a game. First half, very positive for Columbia so far. And they're getting set. McCandless is just going to take a knee, and that's going to wrap up to the second quarter as Columbia leads Spring Hill 20-3 here at the Backyard Bowl in Spring Hill. And get ready to for the TriStar Sports updates. And this is Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill High School where Columbia is leading Spring Hill. 20-3, to we're still at halftime. Still got another five minutes or so before the teams will get back started. Clayton, uh, quite a first half as uh, Columbia took advantage of some, some mistakes on behalf of Spring Hill, made those quick two touchdowns real quick. And uh, one of them just kind of a gift to Antoine Moore is he just kind of took the pitch that was intended for Seacrest. He took that pitch right at the, about the five-yard line, walked right into the end zone. That was that was really pretty. It was. Uh, I have not seen anything like that since uh, I started coaching at Columbia in 2006. We were playing Smyrna, and we were on the other end of that deal. Uh, did a tall sweep that was uh, picked off by the defensive end in the backfield. Uh, and was able to get in and score, and we saw it here tonight, though, with Antoine. It was a great play. Unofficially, though, passing-wise, uh, Brady McCandless, 4 7, 89 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Christian Biggers running the football 14 times uh, for a total of 60 yards. You obviously have Stephen Kennard leading the way after that 47-yard bomb from Brady McCandless. Uh, Dre Hildalgo uh, with uh, two receptions for 30 yards. Blaine Davis with a reception for 12. Uh, and then Spring Hill on the other end of things with a field goal at the 358 mark of the second quarter. Put the Raiders on the board, and it is a 17-point game uh, as uh, Columbia should receive the second half, uh, uh, receive the ball for the second half as they did defer the option uh, for the second half. So, uh you saw a little bit of a momentum uh, for Spring Hill there towards the end of the first half, but you still got to think that Columbia's sitting in a good position. I tell you, the big key, Lee, is what is going to happen with this weather. You have the radar up. We, we really don't know. We're right kind of in between things uh, as far as the, the rain and some of the thunderstorms as the wind has picked up here at Buford Gladney Stadium. Yeah, it's kind of it's just twirling. I'm looking at the radar, and we're, we're in a good spot right now, but uh, not sure how that's going to effect and how it's going to continue to kind of move around here as we start back on this second half but uh to the north of us some uh, quite quite a bit of uh some some heavy rain and uh we were lucky we had a lot of rain before this game started of course right. got everything wet and then at kickoff it basically has stopped and it's starting to kind of sprinkle here feel little sprinkles here right now and as both teams are making their way back 
on the field to start warming up before the before the, the beginning of the second half. Well, at least, or let's hope, we don't have to come back on Sunday. <laughs> uh, that was something. That, that was two years ago. That right? was. That was two years ago. And it just seems like every time these two teams play, Something weird the, like the, that. The, the weather just does not cooperate, and uh, <laughs> particularly up here. But uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll get the second half in, and uh, Columbia can add to that 17-point lead. As you mentioned, they lead 20 to three, uh, waiting on the lines to come back from the locker room as Spring Hill is out there in their end zone, warming up as we speak. Yeah, we gotta we gotta be warming warming up. I'm hoping Coach Hoth is giving them a good talk to, uh, that this game is far from over, even though they're up 17. They gotta be ready. So. We're going to take it to another break, and we appreciate everybody listening here to Columbia, uh, the, the, the opening night uh, for football for high school. We're just glad to be here. We've got one half to go. We hope you'll stick around with us. And you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, as we get ready to start the second half of football here in Spring Hill as uh, – Columbia leads the Spring Hill Raiders 20-3 here at the fourth annual Backyard Bowl. I'm Lee Maddox along with Clayton Harris bringing you the action here tonight in Spring Hill as as, uh, both teams are getting ready to come on the field. Columbia is going to be receiving this second-half kickoff from Spring Hill. And, uh, Clayton, we need need another good half. I'd I'd take one just like that last half if we could. Absolutely, Lee. And I really believe if Columbia can come down and score on this first possession, it'll really go a long ways into trying to put this game away. If you're the Raiders of Spring Hill, you need a stop. You need a stop and you need a score. So we'll see what happens here as uh, Roman Woodson back deep for Columbia here to start the second half. A guy who's made some big plays in Adrian Hidalgo. Also lined up beside him back deep as well. All right, we're ready for second half action as uh, Spring Hill is ready to kick off from their 40. The wind has uh, kind of still picked up here, little sprinkles. Here's the kick, and a pretty good kick. If he'd let it go, it'd go out of bounds, but he takes it at about the 15-yard line. That's Hidalgo. No, wait a minute, that's DeAndre Williams, and a really good run back up to the 28-yard line, that's where they'll start. That's where Columbia starts from their own 28-yard line, first and 10. Here as we start the second half of play, leading 20-3 over Spring Hill. Yeah, he got the ball on the right sideline and then broke it back to the middle of the field, was able to get about 18, 19 yards on the return, and that's going to give Columbia the ball in the middle of the field going right to the left on your radio dial here to begin the second half. All right, here we go. Big Carter Sidlowski is center with uh, Brady McCandless right up under center. Biggers in the backfield. Hoth and Davis adjusting to the right. Here's a pitch to Biggers on the right side. Good blocks on that right side. And Biggers cuts it back to the left. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. He fumbles. Seacrest has picked it up. He's still got the ball. He is at, uh uh-oh, there's a flag. Seacrest all the way down to the five-yard line. But Biggers coughed up the ball after getting a good run around the left side. Unfortunate that that ball comes out. But there is a flag on the on the play. It looks like that's going to come back a ways, but it's still going to be Spring Hill ball. That is not the way you want it to start the second half. You cannot be complacent. You have a 17-point lead. 
Spring Hill just able to knock the ball out of Christian's arms and pick it up and nearly a scoop and score. But I think we're going to have a block in the back on the return by the Raiders, which will give them the ball somewhere around the 38-yard line. Yeah, Biggers is kind of limping off the field. He's got to be disappointed in that play after picking up. He looked like he's going to pick up five or six yards anyway. Yeah, he cut. He, it was a toss right, and he cut back to the middle of the field and had a lot of room. But a good open field tackle there by Spring Hill knocks the ball loose. And now the Raiders are in business at the Columbia 34, first and 10. Oh, man. I thought it would have gone back a little bit further than that, but apparently not. So here we are. First and 10. Boylan. That player left early, but they didn't call it. Boylan's running to his left and throwing incomplete. Right through the hands of the receiver out there. Looked like a receiver left the line a little early. That wasn't called. That was number 36, Houston Gosca out there. Incomplete pass from Boylan. Second and 10 Raiders. Columbia defense needs to stand tall here. Right here. Same formation. Trips to the left. One receiver to the right. In the pistol formation is Boylan with Seacrest behind him. They're at the Columbia 33-yard line. Here's the snap. Boylan handoff straight up the middle to, to that's I think that's Kathy. Is it? It's, yeah, it's actually Caden Martin, number Kaden 20. Martin, excuse me. The sophomore. Gain of about one on the play, so a third and long here for the Raiders. Demetrius and Demetrius McCoy and Antoine Moore now on the tackle. Se- now. now Seacrest is going to check back into the ball game. Third and eight at the Columbia 32-yard line. Clock is running. 10.55 left in the third quarter. Telling you, if I am Spring Hill, I'm running four vertical routes down the field. And Boylan's back to pass, and he's throwing deep over the middle. Almost kind of picked off there. By, that was who was that that tipped that ball? It was hard Harvey. to tell. It, it looked like that could have been numbers. That was Watson Harvey. Watson Harvey, yeah. yeah. Well, a big fourth down and eight. Obviously, you got to go for it if you're Spring Hill. You're just out of, outside of field goal range. So a he third adjust that eight. ball a whole yard right there for some reason. Yes, the he did. <laughs> it's the ball's now at the 31-yard line. Is Boylan here on fourth down. He's going to fake it and switch uh, right up to Seekers, right up the middle. And I believe he's, he's going to be it. short. Uh, it's going to be close. I think he's short. Depends on the spot. I think he's short. He is definitely short. So a turnover on downs. Columbia holds. Uh, Spring Hill here as Seacrest had a good surge, and I thought he was going to be a lot closer than he is. But uh, it's an interesting play call, third, fourth, and long. Yeah, they, they did a little bit of a, a fake dive and then a counter to Seacrest, so it's going to give Columbia the ball back. Coach Martin probably thinking that Columbia was not going to expect that, so um, did pick up a good bit of yardage, but that ball's going over on downs. Now let's run this clock. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and not fumble the ball. We know it's uh, Antoine Moore's in the backfield now in place of Biggers. So McCandless got the Columbia lines up to the line of scrimmage, and he's under center. And he's going to hand it off to Antoine Moore, and he gets hit right as soon as he gets the ball. But And uh, you would have thought he might have lost yardage, but he powered his way up for at least one yard anyway. But it could have been a loss. And uh, he used his strength, and here comes Biggers back in. Yes, he made something out of nothing right there as 
You, you see Biggers come in the game still with a little bit of a hobble, but he's obviously good enough to go, so we'll see what happens here on second and nine. Clock running with 10.07 to go in the third quarter. Columbia up 20-3 to over Spring Hill. And uh, is Columbia the second down and nine at their 26-yard line? There's McCandless, a handoff to Biggers on the right side. Biggers gets at least three to four yards. A pretty good surge on that right side, uh, right off the right guard. Very good. So third and manageable, third about five. Here with uh, it's going to mark it at the third, just just outside the 30-yard line. A quick snap by McCandless. He's back to pass. He's throwing deep and was going to Hoth. A long route there, but way well overthrown. So now we're fourth down. I'm not sure about that call. Yeah, I'm not sure about that call either. You might try to run the football again there. You were getting a couple of yards at a time. It was about fourth down and five, maybe four and a half, and now Columbia in an obvious punt situation. Let's just hope uh, Kennard can get a better punt off than we've seen in the first half because that was an area where Columbia really struggled. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the direction they're going left uh, from right to left on your radio dial. Hopefully he's got a little wind here, and here's the punt. He's rolling to his right. That's a better one. It's a pretty good punt. It's going to hit the ground and bounce, but let's let it hope it keeps bouncing. It's down to at least the 27-yard line. Looks like that's where they're going to mark it at about the 20, 27, 28-yard line. 43-yard punt. Up Spring Hill. So Spring Hill will take over first and 10 with 9.14 to go here in the third quarter as Columbia leads 20-3 to as Spring Hill gets back on offense. So we need another stand on defense. Yeah, this is big for Spring Hill. They have just struggled to get anything going offensively, especially in the early downs. First down in particular, they're in a two-by-two two set, two receivers to the right, two to the left. They're going to stay in that pistol formation. And here's Boylan. He's handing off straight up the middle to Seacrest, and a great stop there from the middle of the Lions' defense. That's, uh, I know Antoine, it looks like Harvey's right there for sure. Well, three yards is probably better than incomplete passes like we've seen from Spring Hill on early downs. It's going to bring up second down and a long seven here. Same formation that, again, a man in motion on the jet sweep. And he's coming to the right side. That's got to be Holden. But we made Roman Woodson has had, yeah, I, that better be Holden on them. A flag comes out, but now they're saying it's on us. But I don't know what that was. But If that penalty is on us, that's going to be on number 62. Um, that would be Joshua Chapman. Joshua Chapman. Let's see. Joshua Chapman's a sophomore. But there should have been holding on Spring Hill. Referees going to get together and talk about it. There was there was actually a loss on the play. A loss of about five. Come on, Mr. Whitehead, give us the call. We 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 haven't had many Dead calls ball, go our way. Personal foul against yeah. Columbia. Goodness gracious. That hurts. That That's going to be an automatic first down, and they're bringing the ball way up to the 41-yard line up Spring Hill where it'll be first and 10. So 
That's disappointing. But here we go. Come on. Defense has got to stand up right here. Maybe get a turnover. That's what we need. Out of the field here for Spring Hill. Boylan takes the snap. He's handing off, and nowhere. Sitlowski is meets that running back as soon as he gets the ball. About a four to five yard loss in the backfield. So great play from Sitlowski. That was a great play by Carter. That was Caden Martin, the sophomore for Spring Hill on the carry. Just nowhere to go. And Nick Butler was right there as well. It's going to be a loss of about. At least four, four maybe maybe, a, maybe five. five. Yeah, second so and second, 15. Second and 15 from the Spring Hill 36-yard line. We'll, well call trip, it the 37. Trips to the bottom side of the field now. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Here's Boylan. Natty's coming in on a blitz. Natty! He, he busts. That's got to be holding, and they will not call it. But he is sacked. Boylan is sacked by a host of pride of lines. A whole lot, but Natty kind of started that. It messed up his whole motion uh, when Natty was doing that corner blitz. Yep, just a great job there by the defense. Just Spring Hill's just not able to get anything going. You got a cornerback blitz with Natty right there coming from the corner position to crash in, and now Spring Hill faces a third down and 20. Yeah, loss of almost 10 yards there. So great pressure from the defense on that play. So here we are there. Their ball's lined up at the 29-yard line. Here's the snap. Boiling back to throw, looking to throw deep, and he's going to be sacked again. Harvey on the sack, at least another five-yard loss. Back to the 19 looks like where they're going to mark the ball. So that brings up fourth down, a great defensive stand in that series. Just great pressure up front by Columbia on the quarterback, and boil them nowhere to go and give a lot of credit to the secondary for staying with the receivers good pressure up front by the defensive front of columbia and now spring hill is going to have to punt the football yep. from their own 24 yard line here's the punt a pretty good punt it's down on he it looked like he touched that ball already but it ball's rolling dead to about the 42-yard line of Columbia. That's where they'll take over first and 10 with 6-16 to go in the third quarter, leading this game 20-3 to as Columbia comes back on offense. And uh, hopefully we can get something rolling again as well and, and keep the clock running. That's the key. Keep this Short, clock rolling. Shorten the game. That was a 46-yard punt there by number 19, Brett Hughes. Columbia with great field position at the 42. Now, they're taking their time, but obviously the clock is stopped in a change of possession. The the coach, Hoff, is having a discussion over there, and they're going to stop play. They're having a discussion over there with uh, actually making them call a timeout, but he was discussing with the referee over there. I don't know what that's all about, but he was upset about something. So they've taken a timeout here as we uh, are in the third quarter with 6.16 to go. Columbia leads 20-3 over Spring Hill. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as uh, we're trying to get situated here. We're not sure what uh, Coach Hoth was having an issue with the referees on the far sideline, but whatever it was, uh, we're – 
We've got things back, and McCandless has got his team up to the line. Biggers in the backfield, two receive, three receivers to the right, and here's McCandless, a fake to Biggers, and he's rolling to his right to throw. And there's Hidalgo making a great catch if he did catch it. I was it. saying it was incomplete. Oh, it looked like he caught that ball, but just missed it. Incomplete. I tell you, Brady, when he did that bootleg rolling out to the right, he had a lot of room to run. That might be something to come back to. Yeah. He hadn't done that yet. so No, he has not. So hopefully that's in the, that's in the play mix. So second down and 10, ball spotted at the 42-yard line of Columbia. Six minutes, six seconds to go in the third quarter. Three receivers to the right. Biggers in the backfield behind McCandless under center. Blitz coming. He gives straight to Biggers, and Biggers nowhere to go. Maybe a loss of a yard. Oh, well, that you know that was that was a good stop there by the Spring Hill defense. They crashed off the edge. Biggers with nowhere to go. If you're Spring Hill, you need a stop in the worst way right here. If you're Columbia, yeah. you're looking to stretch this possession and get the first down. Columbia needs a first down right here. They're trying to get their crowd into it, as you might can hear. It's third and eleven. Ball spotted at uh, Columbia's forty-one yard line. Three receivers again to the right. Brady this time. Brady McCandless in the shotgun with Biggers on his left hip. Brady back to pass. Biggers picks up a blitz. He better get rid of it quick, and he does, but incomplete. Incomplete. That brings up fourth and 11, and I'm sure a punting unit on the way onto the field, and they are. Well, big stop there for Spring Hill, and I tell you, it's going to be interesting to see what they do getting the football here because they got to start taking some shots downfield. We saw right before the end of the first half, they had a guy wide open, and they did not take advantage of it, and they have yet to really try to stretch the field. But it starts up front with that offensive line of Spring Hill. they got to give Boylan time to throw the football. That's right. Kennard back to punt. Here's the snap. He does that roll to the right, and a very good punt this time. Let's hope that's, that might have touched somebody. Get on the ball. Did it touch anybody? Yeah, they're going to say it touched a Columbia man at around the 25-yard oh, line. I didn't see it. I didn't either. That, that far up. I mean, it looked like to me at least back to the 21, but here it is. It's going to be a – that's, like you said, just, just, just shy of the 25-yard line where Columbia will take over – I mean – excuse me, where Spring Hill will take over first and 10 with five minutes, four seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leading 20-3. to They've had a great defensive stand the last two series. Let's hope that just continues right here. Those folks up front, Joshua Chapman, uh, Mathers is in now, Sidlowski is out, but the linebackers, McCoy, Butler, and Harvey, Trips at the bottom side of the field. Boylan in the shotgun. Handoff to Seacrest. Nowhere to go. Great defense. Great defense uh, surrounding that running back to the left. No gain on that play. Well, Second and ten. That was a good job by the Columbia defense. He got back to the line of scrimmage, and that was it. As it looks like Prowl's going to check back into the ball game here for Spring Hill. He plays a lot of defense at safety. See if they try to get him going in this offense. they got to get something going here. 
Columbia just stopping the run, you know, all night. Here's the snap. A quick throw to the right as uh, that's number 38 or 88. Uh, that would be Alderson. Now, Watson and McCoy on the, on the stop. Still a pretty good pickup for Spring Hill, but that brings up third and five is what we're going to call it. Third and four, maybe. Ball is spotted at the 30-yard line. Looks like Spring Hill may be having some personnel issues as they're going to recall the play in. Trips to the top side of the field again. Boylan in the shotgun, as he has been all night. He's handed straight off to Seacrest up the middle, and Seacrest is hit first by McCoy and then finished off by uh, uh, Harvey. Watson Harvey getting really active from his linebacker position. And that brings out the punting unit. We have, we have I mean, I'll tell you, I'm really proud of this defense. Defense has played well. It played well last year altogether. It was a, a big improvement from two years ago, and they played well. You know, they're kind of picking up where they left off against Beach. Only gave up six points in that ball game, and tonight they've given up three. Yeah. They're looking good, and uh, so back to punt is Spring Hill on a fourth and three, fourth and four, and there's a movement on Spring Hill side, so that's going to back, back them up five more yards. As the clock's still running, that, let, it, let it keep running during this penalty. It'll be fine with me. It's supposed to stop. but Yes, it is. I'm, I'm, now, now they finally stopped it. <laughs> they stopped it at 2.59. Uh, at least four or five seconds ran off that clock while the penalty was being called. So they backed him up. It's fourth and uh, about eight for Spring Hill. Uh, ball spotted at the 26-yard line of Spring Hill. Back deep for Columbia is Kennard. Here's the punt. Almost blocked. Not much of a punt. There hadn't been much of a punt at all. And that's getting a, a, a Columbia bounce, a Columbia roll back. I mean, Goodness gracious. Six-yard punt. Yeah, <laughs> a six-yard punt. So Columbia is going to take over first and 10 inside Spring Hill territory at the 43-yard line of, or excuse me, at the 37-yard line of Spring Hill. Great, so we've got to make yeah. something. We need, a, we need a scoring drive right here uh, and to make that clock run as much as possible. Yeah, great field position for Columbia. A score right here would really make things tough for Spring Hill. Ryan Patterson in the game now for the Lions as uh, Brady McCandless is under center. Biggers in the backfield. He's going to hand off to Biggers going left. Biggers makes it back to the line of scrimmage. And actually, he wasn't down. I don't know. Uh, they're not going to give it to him. Or maybe they did. They did. They it's gave be, that to him. Gain of three yards. He, he was climbing over the top of. Uh, players, and he's running off the field with uh, that hobbling. He's favoring that left leg, it, yep. it appears. Yep. So we need somebody in, and here comes Antoine Moore to fill his position. So it's a pickup of at least two yards, second down and eight. The ball is spotted at the Spring Hill 35-yard line. Two minutes, ten seconds, clock counting with uh, – as the play clock winds down to about five seconds right now, McCandless under center. Oh, that's that a was, false start on the left side. Yeah, it looked like there was movement, or no? I'm, I'm thinking that wasn't delay of game. 
How, well, they, they're, that, call, they're calling delay. That but clock it, was not down. It appeared it was a false start. The official gave the wrong signal. It almost looked like uh, a shift. Yeah, I'm not. I just, I'm going to have to disagree. That's going to bring it back to the 40. Yeah. So, second down and 13. You know, Columbia's owned the time of possession tonight. They have literally, you know, with all the three and outs that Spring Hills had, they have owned that time of possession. Here's McCandless back to throw. Just be smart with that ball. He's wide, wide open. open. Wide open is Kennard. No, that's Woodson. Is that Woodson? Or is that – I can't make it out. Clayton, can you help me? It's a touchdown. Yeah, it's Lions a, touchdown. It's, it's on the opposite side of the field. Hard to tell. It's either Woodson or Kennard, and I still am not making out that number. He's so far away from us. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's a touchdown. 26-3. to three. Columbia leads Spring Hill here late in the third quarter. What a pass. What, what yeah. a pass. He was wide open. I mean, he should have caught that ball. He was wide open. It was a play-action bootleg to the right. Brady rolls out, launches it down the right sideline and into the end zone for a touchdown. Here's the point after attempt, and it is right down the middle. Columbia striking with one minute, 44 seconds to go in the third quarter. Now the score, the new score, 27 Columbia, Spring Hill 3. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back. We're live here again as the kickoff has just happened. And uh, a, a short kickoff, but a Columbia roll. And uh, the Spring Hill running back, or Receiver has taken that ball, and he's back up to the 25-yard line. That's where they'll take over first and 10. But, again, what a great play just before that kick uh, for the touchdown for Columbia. Uh, we're believing it was 40 yards. 40 yards. I'm thinking it was Roman Woodson from Brady McCandless. Just really nice to go up 27-3 to here with a minute 33 to go in the third quarter. Well, Columbia, you know, really took advantage of that great field position after the six, uh, yeah, six-yard punt, and uh, was able to capitalize on a touchdown. Now Spring Hill in desperation mode as they have got to get some points. Quickly. There's a quick play, to, uh, incomplete. A quick shot over to the left. As Natty was there defending, but uh, incomplete to begin with. Yeah, just a little quick screen, just not able to. Bring it in was the Spring Hill receiver. That was number 27, Austin Gregory. Second and 10 here as uh, Spring Hill is lined up at their own 25-yard line. Here's the snap to Boylan. He's looking to throw again, and he's throwing deep. If we can get Cordell in the play, and Cordell defending pretty good right there. Thank- thankfully, he turned to look at the ball incomplete. As uh, now we go to third and 10. Ball again spotted at the Spring Hill 25-yard line. That that really surprises me that Spring Hill has not challenged our safeties more on routes like that right down the middle of the field because you're replacing, uh, you know, two good safeties, two seniors from last year with Cordell and Butler back there. We'll see what happens here, third down and 10. Here's Boylan back to throw. He's a little pressure, moves out of the pocket, and he's throwing deep. He's got a man. 
but that's going to be interference called on Natty. So the ball was dropped, but uh, Natty didn't have much of a choice, I guess, right there because he was open. I think he had beat Natty, but uh, and the flag comes in. I'll take a 15-yard penalty all day long over a 40- or 50-yard reception. Yep. He got back there behind the defense, and, and I've been mentioning that. Yep. You know, we, they have not challenged the Columbia secondary a whole lot. Um, you would think, again, after what they saw at the end of the first half, they might come out and do it, but now they appear to be trying to do that. Still a three-possession game, but it's going to be tough for Spring Hill to get back in this thing. Yeah, a minute 13 to go here in the third quarter, and the ball now spotted at the 40-yard line of Spring Hill. First and 10 as they line up against a four-man front against uh, Columbia, and it's a handoff and nowhere to go as uh, number 51, DeAndre Mathers, the sophomore, met. Has met him right in the backfield for a two-yard loss. The clock continues to run under one minute to go here in the third quarter. Mathers, we've called his name. Mathers a has had of a good game. Tonight. Yes, just a sophomore. And it's a sophomore to his right at other defensive tackle is uh, Joshua Chapman. Here we go, and and uh, there's confusion in the backfield, and uh, Woodson makes a tackle for another loss on the play. So this defense is is here to play. There is no doubt. Columbia's defense is putting on a show here. Again, they they had they've had two men open downfield, and they continue to run sideline to sideline. Just does not make a whole lot of sense. Well, I'm glad it doesn't. I, I agree with you, Lee. <laughs> so here we're facing. Uh, Spring Hill's facing a third and 14 now. Ball spotted at the 37-yard line of their own 37-yard line. And there's the end of the third quarter. So, Columbia done well this quarter. Got a great touchdown. They're up 27-3 as we end the third quarter and telling you that you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Spring Hill as Columbia. We're getting ready to start the fourth quarter here, leading over Spring Hill 27-3. to And uh, Spring Hill now facing a third and eight situation at their own 38-yard line. Columbia's defense has come here to play tonight. Yes, they have. Uh, just picking up where they left off last year against Beach. And, uh, you know, they, they've done a heck of a job. Controlling this Raiders offense. Um, Excuse me, it was a. I said third and eight, but it's more like third and thirteen. Yeah, I think and they the got ball spotted at the thirty-three yard line of Spring Hill. Still another stop in the play over there. Not sure what they're. They're still hadn't got the the lines. They're the having to reset the chains. Yeah. So they're going to move the ball up to the thirty-eight, thirty-six. Yeah. So, still, it's third and 14. We'll call it a long 13. As Spring Hill trying to get back in this ball game, Boylan in the shotgun, takes a snap. He's back, gets a little pressure, throwing over the middle. It's complete. A great pass there, wide open. A 30-yard pickup on that pass play. Yeah, pass completed to number 17, Joel Herring. Again, 
They should have been doing this all game long. Not quite sure what they can manage to do in 12 minutes, but Columbia is in good position now. They all can the just drop back in the coverage and try to keep everything in front of them. First and 10 at the 39-yard line of Columbia. It looked like holding there and a sack. Wow. Who is that? Number 55, Watson Harvey. Well, or 57, actually. I'm thinking that was Marlowe. Demarcus Marlowe. A, a loss of at least six. Boylan had some decent time. He just yeah. started panicking under yep. pressure in the pocket. And it broke down. Marlowe was Marlo able to get in there and get the sack. Yes. Oh, Second and 15, ball spotted at the 45-yard line of Columbia. Boylan in the shotgun. He takes a snap. He's back to throw. Pressure's coming, and he is sacked again. Who is this going to be? Is that Antoine Moore? It It is. is Antoine Moore, at least 10-yard loss on that play. Well, Spring Hill's going in the wrong direction here as Columbia drives them across the other side of the field back into their own territory. What a play by Moore. What a game by Moore. He is just unstoppable. He has been everywhere tonight. Got a touchdown. Yes, he did. <laughs> Back in the first quarter. That's, that seems a long time ago. But here we are in the fourth quarter. Clock's running 10.35 to go. Ball spotted at, at the Spring Hill 45-yard line. Boylan, a short pass to his right flat. And a pickup of about five yards on that play. It's going to be at the 50-yard line right at midfield where it'll be third and 20 at least, a little more than 20. He's got to get it to just inside the Columbia 30, but it's fourth down. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yep. And Hughes is back in the punt for Spring Hill, punting right to left on your radio dial. And back deep is Caden McCoy, and I'm assuming that's Stephen Kennard. Spring Hill having some personnel issues. Here's the snap. Here's the punt. A great punt this time. They're letting it go. Another Columbia bounce. That ball downed at the 23-yard line of Columbia by Spring Hill. So that's where it'll be first down with 10-15 to go. Columbia leads 27-3 as a change of possession here. And let's hope, Clayton, that we can uh, move the ball a little bit more and run this clock. We've got to run the clock. We're in the fourth quarter now. and We've uh, dodged a few bullets and uh, had a heck of a defensive uh, effort. So now let's, let's move this ball 10 yards at a time and run this clock down. That's it. Biggers is back in. Two receivers to the left. Patterson Hundago to the left. Biggers in the backfield. McCandless under center. And there's movement. That's going to be on Spring Hill finally. A timeout. Oh, I call it give a timeout. timeout. So we're going to take a break here and tell you that Columbia is leading over Spring Hill, the fourth annual Backyard Bowl. In Spring Hill, 27-3, Columbia leading. This is Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. 
And we're back here in Spring Hill as uh, we're 10-14 to go left in the fourth quarter. Columbia leading 27-3 over Spring Hill. Columbia gets set here at their own 23-yard line, first and 10, with hopes of uh, running some more of this clock down. Well, running the ball. Here we go. Biggers in the backfield. McCandless under center. And there's the handoff to Biggers. There's a hole right in the middle. He's got 10 yards. He's got 15 yards. What a run. Great great hole to begin with on that left side right up the middle. Uh, basically right up the middle. A little counter step from Biggers. And a, a pickup of 15 yards on that play. Great play, and that keeps that clock running. We're down to 10 minutes now left in the fourth quarter. Ball spotted at the 40-yard line of Columbia. First and 10. Well, that's just what the doctor ordered if you're Columbia. Another first down. You stay in the field of play. The clock continues to run. And you can just tell all the energy, all the life over here on the Raiders' sideline is gone. Yeah. Here's McCandless under center. Davis motioning. handoff to Biggers right up the middle. Biggers makes a yard, maybe two, maybe three out of that one. He just has a a knack of just kind of sneaking his way when he hits that line of scrimmage. He has a knack. He's he's just not a real tall back, but he can sneak right under those defenders and keep those legs moving. And he picked up three yards there when he shouldn't have had anything. Yeah, he's got good vision. He's able to to, to get up to the line, find that hole, and then accelerate through. And, yeah, it's it's, – it's – He's a very talented young man, and, and again, he's just just really getting going here in this fourth quarter. Big plays have been the difference so far tonight for Columbia. Here's McCandless. Handoff to Biggers up the middle. Biggers hits the middle and ha- breaks out to the left side of the line and picks up another three to four yards. Going to make it third and about three. Ball's going to be spotted at about the 47-yard line of Columbia. They need to get it to midfield for the first to keep this clock running, and the clock is running. 8.25 left here in the fourth quarter. Well, big play here if you're Columbia. This is a big play. Get a first down, you're going to take another couple of minutes off the clock. I would run this play clock down first. There's 14 left on the play clock. McCandless taking his time. He's under center. There's the snap. The pitch right to Biggers. Biggers hits the – oh, he slips. They're trying to make the cutback. He slips. So there should be something, a little extra activity downfield. Yes, there was. Yes, there was. <laughs> <laughs> that was number 65. And some, I, You know I, him, I, don't I know you? that. I know that number 65 pretty good. That's Lewis Maddox. And I don't know what he was doing, but he was getting into it with – with one of uh, Spring Hill's defenders. Yeah, I believe that was number 10, Mac Ritchie there, the linebacker. A little nope. extracurricular activity <laughs> yeah. downfield, but that's all right. Fourth down and four here. It looks that's like right. Columbia may consider going for this. Yeah, they're going to run that clock now. If they can <clears throat> if they can get a first down here, which, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're going to run this play clock down, take a timeout. I don't know if I'd use my timeout, but I'd be – so Spring Hill is trying to get some life back into their fans over here. Uh, and there's the timeout by Columbia as uh, it's fourth and about three yards to go. The ball's at the 
47-yard line. So we'll see what they do when we come back after this break. By telling you, this is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back. Columbia's going for it on fourth and three, and he's got it. First down, Columbia going, taking a risky, making a risky call here, fourth and three, and he needed he needed three yards. He got four, or maybe three and a half, but whatever. It's a first down, Columbia. That smokestack formation that they use two tight ends and three backs lined up one behind each other, and that was Biggers getting that first down. Yep, and they ran it off the left side of the line there, and good good job by the offensive line to create space for Christian to get in there, get the first down right across midfield, first and 10 Columbia, 630 and counting left in this ballgame. Here we are, 49-yard line of Spring Hill, McCandless under center. He's handing off Counter. to Biggers. Biggers gets three, four. And you can just kind of see the, the wind going out of the, the Raiders' sails here late. Five-yard pickup for Biggers. Biggers has had a great game. He has. There's no doubt. He, he, he is. He's going out now, uh, but he deserves a little break. The ball is going to be spotted now at the 44-yard line of Spring Hill, bringing up second and five here under six minutes now here left in the fourth quarter. Columbia leading 27-3. to three. If they can uh, get one more first down, I'm going to be a lot happier. Yeah, you know, again, a three-possession game here. Yeah. A bit, another first down will essentially end it. It's all but over now. It's just you got to finish it. There's McCandless right down. To, uh-oh, that ball was bobbled. I'm not sure who that was. Uh, it's number 20. That's Caden McCoy was taking the pitch, and he bobbled that, and as a result, he lost quite a bit on the play. Loss of about seven. They're spotting the ball back inside Columbia territory right at the 49-yard line, so that's going to bring up third and a long 11, maybe third and 12. But the good thing, the clock is still running. We're right at the five-minute mark now. Yep, and if you're if you're Columbia here, you might as well take a take a shot if you want to, because if you score the game, it's definitely over. It's all but over now. They may run it just to keep the I, clock running. I say run it. Tall sweep. It's tall sweep to McCoy on the left side. He's got a little room. There's a flag though. There's a flag. He hit. He hit Blaine Davis with that flag. I wonder who the penalties are. <laughs> I don't think that's quite fair. <laughs> but a good pickup uh, for McCoy, but it's going to be for naught as uh, that ball's coming back, I believe. Well, that would be a spot penalty. Still 440 left. Do you decline it and make it fourth down? Or do you push him back even further? You would have to think Columbia would go for it. So you might as well take the penalty. Now, wait. I don't know. I don't think they're. We got an injury out there for Spring Hill, it appears. I'm not seeing it. I think they're going to bring 87 off the field as the trainer is going to meet him. Okay. Yep, they're going to take the penalty. It'll push us back. 
That's all right. That'll be an additional 30-plus seconds off the clock. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would do that. I believe I would have made it fourth down. Yeah. But it was a good pickup. So it was. It Columbia been, might have gone for I it. I think they probably would have, yeah. Lee. It was, it was going to be about fourth and about five, maybe so four. So that probably was the good call. So the ball's way all the way back now to the Columbia's 37-yard line. It is third and a mile to go. They've got to get it to all the way to the 39 of Spring Hill. McCandless smartly taking that play clock down the one. Yep. Here's the snap. He's handing off to McCoy again. McCoy around the left side. Oh, he got he got hit after a good gain of maybe seven, eight yards. Well, Spring Hill elected. Spring Hill's elected not to use any of their two timeouts they have remaining. We're under four minutes now. Yep. So we run this clock all the way down before we punt. And they are lining up in punt formation as it's fourth and almost twenty yards to go for that first down. Ball is spotted at the forty-three yard line of Columbia. Play clock down to now at five. And here's the snap to Kennard. He gets the punt away. A pretty good punt this time. Let's hope for that good bounce. And what a bounce. What a bounce. Great All bounce. the way down inside the 20. Ball's going to be spotted at about the 16-yard line of Spring Hill where they'll take over first and 10 with three minutes, 16 seconds left. Columbia leading 27-3 to in this, the fourth annual Backyard Bowl. So far, Clayton, Columbia has been, has been rolling on, on this defense side of the ball. Let's hope it continues right here and, and uh, keep them out of the end zone. They've had that field goal, so... Still a, a great showing, no matter what, right here from Columbia's defense. It has been. They played well all night, and, and I mentioned this before. They just continue to kind of pick up where they left off from last year. Uh, Spring Hill obviously struggled moving the football tonight. Just a uh, turnover there early where Antoine's able to get the to get the fumble or the lateral and score was huge. There's a screen over to the right side, a pickup of 10 yards on that pass play from Boylan. That stops the clock because I guess he, I guess he went out of bounds. But uh, pretty sure they're gonna, or maybe he didn't get the first. He's about a, about a half a yard about short. A half yard short, but he must have gone out of bounds to stop the clock with 3:04 left. So second and a half yard for Spring Hill. Ball spotted at the 37 yard line. Excuse me, 27 yard line. Trips Boy- to the top or bottom side of the field here. Boylan's takes a snap, drops back to throw a deep pass, and it's almost Ooh. picked off by I can't make that was it Natty. That was, that was Natty. Natty. That was Natty. Leif Natty, Natty had his hands on it and but knocked it away. So that brings up third and a half yard with 2:58 as the clock stops on the incomplete pass. Tried to get it to Prowl running down the middle of the field, just nobody there threw it in the double coverage. Columbia needs to, these defenders need to play more of a prevent defense, in my opinion, but uh, they need to back up a little bit because I'm sure they're going for it on fourth down no matter what. It's four down territory all over the field, but a short pass to the right and an incomplete. 
So that brings up fourth in that half yard. 2.55 left. The clock has stopped. Here left in the fourth quarter. Columbia up 27-3. to Boy, if they could get a stop here after a second down and a half yard. This is, this that would is be uh, huge. This would tell it all right here. Yes, it could, would. It, it would. It would basically sum up the night as. That first time Boylan's under center. Now, it, it's w- w- yeah, it's going to be a quarterback sneak. But, but let's stop it. And he, he got, it. got it. Yeah. So he picks up the first down. That stops the clock for just uh, long enough to mark the reset the chains. Spring Hill just seems content. They're, they're trying to hurry it up, but they're waiting to get a play call in on the sideline. So there's the clock started back, 242 and counting. First and 10, ball spotted at the 30-yard line of Columbia, of Spring Hill. Boylan ready for the snap. He takes it. He's under pressure. He throws in the middle, and ball is tipped and dropped. Yep, look like number 88 for Spring Hill. That would be Ricola Alderson was close to making the reception, just couldn't corral it in. And Nick Butler and uh, Lath Nady are both going off the field with somewhat hobbling off the field. They must have got caught up, somehow tangled up there. But anyway, second and ten. Here's Boylan. He hands off to Seacrest. Seacrest. Gets about five on the play. That's all right. That's going to run the clock at 2.18 and counting. Third and five, ball marked down at the Spring Hill 35-yard line. Boylan ready to take the snap. There it is. A little toss pitch to Seacrest on the right side, on the left side. And he breaks one tackle. He's breaking another one, another 15-yard pickup, or at least 20-yard pickup on that play. we got a flag, though, Lee, at the 41. This may be coming back. It should. Maybe coming back. Yeah, they're coming back. So that was was great. Clock stopped 154 here left in the fourth quarter. Columbia's up 27-3. Over Spring Hill. Now, will they give them the first down since the penalty occurred after they got past the sticks? I say no. But you might. I know you know more than I do about this game. Well, (laughs) in the college game, it would be a first down. And in the pro game. But, you know, with high school, the rules are a little different. And they're going to redo third down. It's going to be third third down and eight. Third and eight ball spotted at the 31-yard line of Spring Hill. Clock is running, 145. Boylan making the call at the line in the shotgun. He takes the snap, fakes to Seacrest. No, he gives to Seacrest right up the middle. They've, 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 they're giving up. Yep. Not that they can. <laughs> I think that I don't think they could get three touchdowns. Uh, here now, this quick, but not only three touchdowns, but three two-point conversions on top of that. Yes. Yeah. So, clock is running. This is uh, down to one fifteen. It's fourth and one for Spring Hill. Boylan's going to go right up the center, and I believe he's going to have a first down. He picks up his first down, but that'll stop the clock for just a second to, to uh, get the chain set. 
Well, you know, you got to give a shout-out to Brady McCandless. He uh, didn't really have an opportunity to compete for the starting job last year. It was already kind of predetermined before the season started. But, you know, he came in there late, got that big win against Stratford, uh, you know, kept him in the ball game uh, against Beach, and uh, came out here tonight in his senior year in his first start and uh, is going get, to get a win here in game number one against Spring Hill, a big rival. So you uh, you got to be happy for Brady. And, and you got to give a shout-out as well to a lot of the new guys up front on that offensive line uh, that have come in and uh, replaced four of those starters from a year ago. Uh, Eli Height playing right tackle. Lewis playing left tackle. Uh, you got... Uh, Michael Johnson, big, big Mike at right Johnson. guard. Yep, absolutely. And Jordan Brooks. It's that that's yeah. that Jordan Brooks is great to have him back. Absolutely, at left guard. Uh, and he, you know he he missed most of the season last year. He's uh, just a sophomore. And we've got that's four. Well, one sophomore starting at right guard, and then uh, Eli Heights a, 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 a junior. Brooks is a junior. Maddox is a junior, and of course Sidlowski is that anchor right there at center. So Hoth is bringing in, Coach Hoth is bringing in a lot of players here to finish up the game here on defense that that hadn't been able to play. So that's a great sign. And here's Boylan going to take a snap here with a minute four left. First down and ten, balls at the 40-yard line of Spring Hill. He's handing off to Seacrest as a, a great play. Yeah, number seventeen for Columbia. Yeah, I thought it was forty-seven. Oh, maybe it was. I, my, your vision's probably better than that. Was Tristan Ward that made that stop? Came across from all the way over here at this side of the field. So the clock down to forty seconds now. Boylan's going to get another play in here. It's second and uh, nine. He's going to throw back up the throw, but he's under pressure and. Uh, he is going to go down for a sack, and the ball is out loose. The ball still loose, and Columbia has recovered that ball. That is number 52, Demarcus Marlowe. Well, Lee, so, wow. Game one, yeah. one to no. Yes, yes. 25 seconds to go, and we're just going to take a knee here with uh, Columbia taking over the ball on the turnover at the 36-yard line of Spring Hill. I want to remind everybody to tune in tonight after this broadcast to TriStar Sports Live, Friday Night Live, uh, with host J.P. Plant, who will review all the scores from across southern Middle Tennessee and Middle Tennessee in general uh, and all of our local teams in the area as uh, Columbia comes out in one of the best formations in football, the victory formation. If it's your team. That's right. Yeah. And this is our team. So That's right. And, and i got to thank you for getting us set up. We're on top of the press box here uh, in Spring Hill at the Buford Gladney Stadium. And uh, we've, we've had a great view of this ball game of, on top of the press box. There wasn't enough room down inside as uh, McCandless takes the knee in the victory formation. And the clock's going to wind all the way down. And a reminder, too, we're going to try to – Get a, a few comments from Coach Hoth that we'll share on uh, the broadcast yeah, on later Night tonight. Live. Yes, uh, yes. And also Maurice Patton and Chris Yao uh, will call in and give an update from the 
Independence Summit game. And then this game, obviously, Columbia Spring Hill Maurice is here. He'll be on the show as well. So uh, stay tuned for that as uh, Columbia comes away with their first victory of the year in game number one, 27-3, as teams are not allowed to handshake. Yeah, but they, they kind of wave at each other. I and, didn't know uh, what to expect there. They're both lining up and walking down the lines, but uh, uh, across the field, and uh, they're giving uh, that virtual fist pump and the virtual high five to each other, virtual handshake. So congratulations to the Columbia Lions for picking up this first win in this fourth annual Backyard Bowl, 27-3 to over the Spring Hill Raiders. Congratulations to the Columbia Lions and Coach Jason Hoth and Clayton. Uh, it's been a been fun night. Yeah, it has. It has a great job, Lee. Uh, really looking forward to next week as we're back at uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium to play Dixon County. Uh, and, and excited to have you on the broadcast and did a great job tonight. Well, we really appreciate it. I appreciate, uh, the, I appreciate you saying that, and uh, I'll, I'll give you your check a little bit later. But, uh, <laughs> this is all a new experience for me, but I, I tell you, I love this game. Uh, it's been fun that we, you know, we started out the broadcast that we're actually getting to play a real live game when, you know, just a few weeks ago, uh, you know, a week ago even, you didn't know really if we were really going to get to do this or not. So uh, a, a lot of, uh, um, you know, thanks to everybody for, you know, the TWSAA, uh, all the officials that are here to make sure that folks are doing the right things, the precautions are in place. You know, you had to take temperature to come in here. That's right. And uh, so hopefully, you know, this comes off without a hitch and we'll continue on this season and, and move forward to hopefully at least at least nine more games and hopefully a lot more than that. Absolutely. We, we want to be playing at the end of November and early December. That is the goal. Yeah. All right, Clayton. I guess that's it. That's we're going to wrap we're, it up. We're going to wrap it up and send it back to the studio with JP. Uh, again, Columbia winner tonight 27-3. And, uh, Lee, you can close this out. All right. Thank you, Clayton. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by The Garbage Man, Parks Motor Sales, Davis Brothers Roofing, Ten Pin Alley, Sands Fence Company, DB's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Game Time, Right Care Clinic, Columbia Kubota, Beck Dental, Jones and Lang, Murray Regional Hospital, Export Landscaping, Holland's Pharmacy, and by Quick Marks. <laughs>